First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock them out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. And welcome back to the Two Beers Podcast, the pod of the everyman. We are you, you are us. We are here just keeping it real, as per usual, with my man Drew. Drew, what is the quickie what's on tap for this week? What's going on, everybody? I guess we totally forgot about that whole you go, we are you, I go, you are us. I guess we just scrapped that after a week. It, that was corny as hell. We're, we are scrapping that after one week. Oh, oh, all right. I, I forgot you make decisions on this show. Okay, you you cool. did. You, re- you really did. Cool. All right, man. Well, hey, we're going to hit up some Masters, review the NHL trade deadline. Good touch. I just, uh, I'll, I was going to say pregnant pause, but I guess that doesn't really fit here. Uh, well, gonna, you just did one. We're going to, yeah, I did, right? We're going to, a little dabble of WrestleMania coming off our podcast with the, uh, the, uh, the nightcap recap guys last week, which is a lot of fun. Some NBA, some pit stop, and then we're going to close things out on our second beer with, uh, Brief review of the season five or six premiere of Fear the Walking Dead, followed by our least five favorite characters in the Walking Dead universe. Uh, Gonna be funsies. I'm I'm calling this the Spitball Sesh podcast. This is a Spitball podcast. This this one we got. There's not a lot of big things that kind of happened or happening. It's like a little 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 nits. We'll yeah, say, so. and it's here and there. Sorry, everyone. I'm trying to get my beer deep in the ice. Get it yeah, deep so, in there. Oh, yeah, so all right. Gonna, oh, God, that was... Oh, anyway. I'm going to play Goph that on replay a couple times. I'm going to give Goph the night off. <laughs> give that, Get that in there real deep. <laughs> all right. Two Bruce salute. Three, two, one. <sighs> yeah, I'm back on the Trogues lollipop. It was just too good. This is a big old pint, 8.2%. Trogues needs to start sending you some advertising dollars, man. That's all you're drinking these days is Trogues. <sighs> yeah, I guess so, eh? Eh? Uh, what, oh. what, what you got? Uh, it's definitely not a Canadian Molson, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. Salute to our man, Jimmy B. Uh, I have a Jersey Brewing Company, Three's Brewing. I've had a, a couple of theirs in the pod before, but this one's called Crying on the Inside, which was very fitting <laughs> for... Very fit, very, <laughs> Very fitting for tax tax season day ish today. So. Yeah, congrats. Well, wait, you guys got extended, right? Yeah, it technically goes to May fifteenth now, but you know, oh. what are you gonna do? Sorry, Drew. It's the same thing. It's every. I uh, fu- a, a funny joke was said today. It's like accounting's basically just a circular reference. You just go from fifteenth, the fifteenth to the fifteenth. So, but that's why when once this podcast business takes off, man, sky's the limit. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, um, let's recap the boxing weekend that was. Um, the beast from the East. It was dude, knockout. There... It was knockout city last week. Seriously? It... Wow. We said like... it was gonna be though. We 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 said that on the pod. It was like if you're looking if you're looking for uh, if you're looking for knockouts, that was your weekend. That was, that was the card. That was the card to have it. So and and were... there was a couple guys we were even sleeping on. But um, I'll kick us off here. Number one, uh, my boy Conseil now two fights in a row where he Con just Seisau. looked. Yeah, looked very sharp, um, and so he knocked his guy out. Uh, big baby Jared Anderson, um, he's again just just a monster. Yeah. And 
the guy they put him in there with, quite honestly, it was it was really embarrassing that they even let these two individuals get in the ring together. It was just a flabby, flubby, he, he weird-looking white dude. He reminded and, me of the Blue Meanie. Remember the Blue Meanie? <laughs> they, he looked like, King Kong, looked like King Kong Bundy from dude, WrestleMania 11. It was ridiculous, man. But, uh, he, I mean, he, he knocked the guy down in the first round. The guy was shaking his head no, like he didn't want to keep going. But they let him keep going anyway, and Big Baby kind of like let him hang around in the second round, and then he knocked him out with body shots to this flabby body. Anyway, that that was like a waste. And then they got into three very much more interesting ones. Firstly, on ESPN, a jog bay, uh, which I th I think I'm saying that right, but he's like a heavyweight prospect, and yeah. we don't really know how to take him other than he has just ridiculous power so he's he's most famous for a fight was he, he was in a fight probably a year and a half ago and as it's about to start before the bell even rings his opponent just walks out of the ring and says nah i'm good and the fight, yeah the yeah fight if you ends, if so you've that's... seen that clip before that's a jog bay on the other yeah. end his the bell's ringing and like the opponent just walks out like nope nope no thanks um so he was fighting, I think the guy's name was Howard or something, and very, both guys were, like, very quiet, and they were just kind of, like, sizing each other up, and then there would be, like, an explosion of a couple punches, and very quiet, and all of a sudden, a jogway catches him with a straight right, and it was like a movie, and he was just down head, in, head, in a crumple. Turn, yeah. Head turn, body, like arms over legs like oh man it was it, it was it was all of a sudden just bam um so his his stock continues to rise as a potential legit heavyweight contender um so you know kind of hope that continues um and then another man whose stock continues to rise uh jaron jaron or jaron boots boots Ennis boots that was over on um pbc right showtime yeah yeah, so it was on Showtime, and um, now he he actually fought somebody legitimate. Uh, what was the guy's name? Um, I can't. Uh, Lippet. Lippinets. Lippinets. And so Lippinets was a former Lippinets, I think it was. Lin yeah. And it, anyway, uh, Legumes fought this guy mm -hmm. Legumes, and uh, it, that guy was a former champion. You know, it was a step up for for Boots. But I'll tell you what. Boots was beyond impressive, and and we were sleeping. On, I, I'll say me personally, I was sleeping on both the Jog Bay and and Boots, but man, they they looked good. And 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 you know who Boots reminded me of? And I feel like it's the fight that has to be made. Uh, are you gonna say Bud? No, Virgil Ortiz. Really? Yeah, I think so. Interesting. Because they're they're, I, I, they're well, both I, like, I, and I I say that I agree. That's. That would, I mean, again, that's that should be an easy fight to make, given they're both. I, I, yes, exactly. They're, really? they're, I, I, yeah, okay. and they're both right. just compact and just, their, their, their shots do damage, when, when those two guys. So I, I kind of, oh man, I that's the fight I want to see next. I, and I think they're, they're both at that tier of like. They might not want to do it honestly because well, like, what, say, then, no, then one of them has to take take a yeah, loss. You're you're spot on. They're both at that tier as to so you know taking the next step. They're like and... ready to take that next step, but like they're not going to let them. Yeah, so, and I mean, and, no, and if the they fight each other, then they're down to like one contender on that on that network. 
Yeah, and none of the, yeah, because obviously no one's good enough to take a loss anymore and have a successful career outside. Of Canelo, yeah, exactly. Apparently. But um, yeah, and none of the champions are gonna fight either one of them until they because they're too dangerous at the moment. Yeah until, yeah, until they make their money. So it's it's unfortunate, but uh, but yeah, boots boots is interesting, man. So he's a uh, you know he's I, I'm we can stop talking about Danny Garcia as a contender at one forty seven and start talking put 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 boots in there instead because he is a uh, he's he's legit. Um, yeah, he's got like twenty seven fights. I think he's twenty seven and those. So, I mean, he's yeah, got, he he's is. Got, yeah, he's I just got fights with twenty five knockouts. I think. Yeah, I was gonna say that's the only difference between him and Ajabe. Like they, um, you know, the other ones, ones just raw and like just starting to. Um, yes, yeah, so Ajabe is very raw and Boots is pretty polished. Yeah. Yeah, and no, then great, the great undercards, man. Very, very the, under, very underrated cards going in. Yeah, so then the the main course, uh, Joe Smith Jr. versus Vlasov on ESPN. So, what a war that was! That was delightful. Um, go ahead. I, you know, what's funny. It really was. It was. It was a war. It was. It was a. It was a great fight. I was really disappointed in Joe Smith Jr. Though. But go ahead. You go ahead. You you'd say your piece. Well, first, so. I, I think we talked about this a little bit. Um. And, and going into the final two rounds, I think we agreed that we had Vlasov up, up by two, two. Yeah. And Joe Smith came out in the 11th and 12th with just two – after up and down, up and down, where, you know, he was he was losing, then he clawed back, then he was losing again, and he dug deep to another level in that 11th round. I think that 11th round, he landed like 47 power yeah, punches was, or something like crazy. that. And he almost got a knockdown, but it was taken away. Yeah, yeah. And it was, um, and then, anyway, and then he, he he clearly won the 12th as well. And we had it as a draw, but mm-hmm. um, the judging actually was like pretty good. Like the scores were a draw, and then they had him 115, 113. 115, 112. And 115, 112. Yeah, because Furge is dominating the 11th. Um, which, we, which we caught because most people were most people didn't actually catch that. They called it 115, 112 since there wasn't a knockdown. But so we did. We caught we were it. paying attention. You heard it, you heard it here first on the Two Beers podcast. Um, listen, and I, yeah, it was. We had we had it. And in some war, and so I don't know if you had Smith first or I had Vassal first, but after six. We had each guy winning every other round, so we had him tied tied at three apiece. And then in the seventh, that was Joe Smith had won two rounds in a row for me. And then he just—it's almost like he just like plateaued. And Vasilev looked like he might run away with it. Joe Smith—he looked—I thought he looked gassed. Like yeah, yeah, he he really yeah. That's a good way to put it. Like and like, he wasn't really did almost run yeah. away with it. Yeah, yeah, and um. It was really the the part that I the only thing that I liked out of his corner because I think his corner, I think his corner trusted him a little too much and didn't want to you know give him constructive feedback during the fight of what to do. It was like I might have been going into the tenth round and his trainer just looks at him and goes, "We're not going home without the effing belt tonight, Joe. We're not going home without the effing belt," which was great. Um, yeah, yeah. I just thought you know I I after you know. Bivol, he lost to Bivol, right? Which was his first title shot. And yeah, Bivol's great. So it's not like that's anything to ha- hang your hat on. I just expected him to come out a lot sharper. And yeah, I get it. Vasilov's got like that herky-jerky style. Very very Tyson Fury-like the way he moves his body. He's not as quick or he can't dodge punches the way Fury can. But the way Fury kind of, you know, tries to make you uncomfortable with his body Look, movement. this is how I'm going to describe it. Everybody remember that scene from... Um... 
um, uh, what's the Jim Carrey movie? Oh, uh, yes, Ace I was going to say it. Me, myself, and Irene, yes. No, 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 no. Uh, no. I was going to say, no, I was going to say Ace Ventura. Oh God! When, okay. in, in, in in the second one, when he goes to that tribe and they, their biggest fighter like jumps out of that sack and he's just like a crazy skinny like, yeah, I, I forget which day I think it was like Tommy Davison right and he's like, ay 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 and he's just like r- like jumping all around and like crazy <laughs> and stuff. Okay. And that that's that's how that's how Vlasov was. Vlasov was just like arms flailing side to side, arm like hands down by his waist and like. He was like coming at him like a spider monkey, all hopped up on Mountain Dew, and it was, yeah, there you go, that's a good one. It just had no no way of like there was no timing to it. Like I don't know, like Joe Smith was clearly thrown off by the style. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I just again, I just I just thought I I thought Smith was just gonna come out and look really sharp, especially like I said, Vasilov just you know he, he he tested positive for COVID. Although I guess they were saying they thought it was a false, a false positive, um, during the fight. Um, yeah. cause when he went back, he didn't have any symptoms and tested negative, but either way, you know, Joe Smith, you know, again, fun fight. Um, you know, he's a hard hitter. He's now, he's now a champ at 175. It sets up for the fall, which I got. So I can't believe we got to wait like six months for, uh, for them to fight again, but, uh, they're not going to waste any time. It's going to be better beef. It's going to be Joe Smith jr. Aram's trying to trying to get it at Madison Square Garden. I may I may make the trek for that fight if they have fans and you know there's some access. And then 175 will be one step closer to being uh being unified. all four belts unified. That'll be a fun fight. Uh, I'll be curious. Be curious to see what Joe Smith Jr. works on. Like they were saying, Andre Ward was saying it throughout the fight, and so was Tim Bradley to an extent. Like. Vasilov's body was there for the taking. Just, just punish him with body shots. And Joe Smith, when he did it, he had great success. But like, he didn't stick with it. He just like, just kept going for the head. Which you know, you, you would have thought at some point his corner would have told him, like, dude, just like start working his body and just break him down, and you're gonna the head will the head will fall. But you know, what do I know? I'm just a loser in my office recording the podcast. Yeah. Um. Well, that's true. But <laughs> I um. I, I see. I think the whole style, like if you, I, I, the other th- comparison I'll make is I'm pretty sure there's like uh, a style of I forget what type of fighting it is, but I think it's some kind of like mo- like drunken like monk fighting where like if you Google it, uh, that's also like what what Vlasov was was kind of just it was just so unorthodox that I, I think Joe Smith was just totally thrown off and. Like all convention, like went out the window. So, I don't, I kind of give him a pass a little bit more in like some of the mistakes he was making. Okay. I, I I think he'll I think he'll look better against better Beev, but as I've said before, better Beev is a son of a bitch. So he will he will be just roughing roughing Joe Smith Jr. up, which it'll be more of a test of true toughness than yeah. like men, than mental toughness because. Well, no, it would be mental toughness too, because because right right when like better beef's in your face, he's leaning on you, face rubbing you. Oh, so anyway, I'm looking forward to that one. But um, that that's all I got on on the recap for last weekend. You got anything else on that? No, like I said it was uh it was it was an underrated card that uh all for all all across the networks that actually was pretty pretty exciting. So uh, yeah, good stuff. And it was all free. Show, I mean, well, if you have Showtime, like it wasn't Showtime. If you had, yeah, it wasn't so. Showtime pay-per-view. But yeah, if you have Showtime, so. you got the fight. So, uh, you know, the fans win. I'll tell you yeah. what, the uh, 
PBC released its upcoming schedule today. Did you, did you have a chance to look at that when I sent it to you? I did, but what jumped out at you? I, I nothing really jumped out at me. Uh, I mean, we got we got. Uh, well, I mean, just his name, obviously, but yeah, Tank Davis. He's gonna yeah. That that was the only one. Mario Barisas. Now that's actually going to be on Showtime pay per view. Um, he's he's jumping up to. He's jumping up to one forty. Although I don't know what this this was this was bullshit about Floyd and those guys like. They're they're calling this a WBA super lightweight championship match, but that's that's ridiculous because like they the Barrios isn't a champ a real champion. They're unify Taylor Taylor and uh, Ramirez are unifying at 140 in May. So this is it, it's oh God, it's it's a shame. I, I don't want to go on my tank rant, but it's just a shame that they just like just don't challenge this kid and put him in there with the best. But anyway. Uh, I mean, Rigandau's back. That's kind of cool. Rigandau's fighting. Uh, I saw John, that. John Casimir. I mean, it's right. I mean, yeah, it's Rigandau. That's pretty sweet. Was 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 he the? Was his last fight when when he got whooped by uh, Loma? Oh, I can't be. That was like four years ago. He had to have fought after that. He had to have, right? Yeah, I I would think so. Uh, I, so I don't think it was four. I think it's probably more like two. But yeah, I it was probably I thought that was twenty seventeen. But whatever, you might be right. Um. That's for the oh the Charlo brothers, but I don't I don't think they're fighting anybody. No, the uh, what's his name? Um, oh, it's 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 terrible that I'm gonna God I'm gonna butcher this, but uh, no Jamal Jamal is Jamal Jamal or Jamal Jamal is Jamal is fighting Costa Castano and oh, that, Castano, that yeah. that's that they he whoever unification. Believe, well, it's for undisputed. It's all four belts. Okay. So that's a big fight. Um, our man Steve Fulton Jr. Is yeah, that there. that weight class isn't all that though. I mean, I mean it's one well, no, no, but it's never been, it's, it's never yeah, it's, 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 never, it's it. never been done at one sixty. So that's yeah. I mean, it's, oh, Benavidez is on. Here. Be I, didn't see I was that. gonna say yeah. I was like yeah, Bene, Benavidez is fighting in August. Oh, I like, love Benavidez. Yeah, huh. for it's for the title eliminator, which means he'll be he'll be the mandatory for Canelo, which means you'll have Canelo have nowhere to run. Like not, not that Canelo's running. So sorry, let me rephrase that. If can if everything goes the way you think it would, and Canelo wins here in a couple, okay, but Canelo's fighting again in a couple weeks. It's crazy. <laughs> um, Canelo fights Billy Joe May eighth. The plan is that he would then fight Khalid Plant in September, if not sooner. So then Caleb, right at, Caleb Plant, sorry. Um, and then if Bennett Benavides wins this title eliminator, he's he's the mandatory for one of, for one of those three belts. Um, so oh, I'm sorry. He'll have all, or have all four. Canelo would have all four belts if he beats Plant, or vice versa. So Benavides will be next in line. So whether he vacates the titles and then you know that uh, that would be a money fight. I mean, that's got to yeah. Be this cute. this is a little bit better than I gave it credit yeah, for. I mean, you're I, right. Somehow somehow Gamboa keeps losing fights and getting championship fights because now he's he's in a yeah. I saw that. <laughs> I, I kind of like Chris Colbert. Last time I watched him fight, yeah, and now he's at one. Th- like this is for that's one in now. July. This is for May, in May we get Neary versus Figueroa, which is, I mean, I, I'm here for that. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I was, I, I, I the Char Charlo, one of the Charlos in June, and then the other Charlo unification in July. Chris yeah, Colbert I mean, in are... July, Gervonta Davis June 26th, Benavidez is in August, Rigadell's in August, and Stephen Fulton. I mean, he's yeah, that was he, he's we, a name. We, we saw him. Yeah, we saw him. Philly, Philly, Philly fighter. That that was when we we saw him and that what's his, the other little guy on Showtime about a month and a half ago, just wailing on each other at one one twenty. Uh, I think it was one twenty two. 
Yeah, yeah. So, all right, all right, all right. It's a, it's a good card, man. So some stuff. Uh, There's some stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. Um, yeah. Sorry, Rigandau's last fight was February eighth, twenty twenty. So he fought in twenty twenty, right before the pandemic. He got a fight in. Huh. Split, split decision. Who, uh, split decision. Who did he beat? Laborio Solis. Huh. Okay. Yeah, what so country did they fight in? I don't know. I was I was looking at the. Uh, That's interesting. I was looking at the divisional ranking, so um, that doesn't always have it have it on there. And I got gotcha. you. I was gonna go to box rec, but God knows I can't. I, he's lucky I can say his name right. God knows I can't spell Rigandau. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so that'd be cool. Like you said it's uh we got a good good summer slate. You know, we got next next weekend. We got oh Lord, we got uh Navarrete and Berlanga. I'm gonna have to oh, wash my. Please. I'm gonna have please. to wash wash my sheets several times on Sunday after. I was gonna say week. I don't I don't own enough pair of underwear for that. Oh, dude, it's gonna I'm be just so, gonna. It's gonna be so much fun um i'm really looking forward to it and then uh oh then we got a week week of uh a week of breathing room and then we got canelo and then uh and then the big one the, i'm i'm super excited for that undisputed 140 fight man it's gonna be really awesome yeah so that's everything uh, i got um, in boxing oh yeah he was he fought loma in 2017 yeah december december wow 2017 time flies He's, he, he was one four. of the ones that was in. The, he was he was one of the no Mos, no Moschenko guys. He was yeah. He had three. Uh, he he was had, a champion and he friggin' quit on the stool. <laughs> yeah, and he moved. I mean, he moved up two weight classes because nobody would fight. Like he was in the same situation as Loma. Like nobody would fight him at his weight class. So you know, he called out Loma, and Loma's like, "Let's do it." Um, a lot. Yeah. Of, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember a lot of people were picking Rigandau to win that fight. <laughs> quit on the stool, but. Annie, who is that his only loss still? Yeah, still his only. Yeah, and loss. and then this week we have the uh, the fabled battle of uh, Jake Paul versus Ben Askren. Oh God, I uh, I just wanted the... to throw I just wanted to throw the odds out there. Jake Paul's minus one seventy seven, and Askren's plus one fifty, and a tie is plus twelve hundred. The uh... to to go the distance is plus one sixty two, and uh, somebody's be... getting knocked out. Yeah, they don't. Neither of these guys have the stamina to go the dif- distance. So, so to not go the distance is minus two twenty five. Um, so. Yeah. I agree. Um, I want the only thing I care about in that fight is the the pay per view buys, so that if Jake Paul gets more than To, we can just tweet and troll him. Yeah, but yeah, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> but that's me. They they released I don't know if uh, you saw they released Triller released a, a video of like all the guys they have on their cards over the next couple of months and uh, I was messing with uh with one of our one of our guys uh it's escaping me now on Twitter but I was like you think Tio's pissed that Jake Jake Paul was not only the first guy they showed but he closed out the video with a wink. <laughs> oh yeah, was that um? I think it was Miguel. But was yeah, any, well, I think it was Miguel. It was Miguel, yeah. Yeah, so any 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 hoodles. Uh oh, good stuff. Yeah, um man. All right. Well moving on from boxing. Um You know what? Let's I don't I don't want to backburner this. Let's let's do it right now. You uh, ready to what? go? What? Uh, let's pit stop it. Let's give oh. NASCAR let's give NASCAR its due. Let's let's put it, <laughs> let's let's put it at the let's put it at the top of the card. Let's not let's not put top it at the top of the card. We, we okay, wait, where where'd my notes go? Oh, Jesus. Am I even ready? Ah, got it. Got it. Okay. Hold on. Unique ah, New York. Unique New York. Ah, let's do this. Five. All right. Ready? Four, three, two, one, go. 
Okay, last week was Martinville's A Half Mile Paperclip. It did not disappoint. Race of the year. It was fantastic. Um, they got rained out on Saturday night, so they finished it on Sunday afternoon. Denley Hamlin dominated most of the race, but his car faded on the green st- uh, as, as the green flag went longer. Truex brought it home for us. Five to one. We had the pick. We picked four out of the top six. This week, we're in Richmond. 0.75 mile. It is in the shape of a D. Uh, the banking is 2 to 14 degrees. This used to be Kyle Busch domination territory, and uh, he's not as dominant as he once was, so we are going to go with Truex, 4 to 1. Elliot, 8.5 to 1. My boy, Brad K, 7.5 to 1, who won this race last year. And the sleeper, Christopher Bell, 25 to 1. Let's go Richmond this week, baby. Uh, before the Richmond, baby, you were at 47.94 seconds, so getting good. Getting good, and you've been you've been money and a half on these uh, these NASCAR picks. Pick two winners, brother. Sweet. Two two winners this year. You know what else I picked as a winner? Dogecoin. That's true. Hey yo. Wish I was it's at like thirty cents right now. I wish I was it's... part of the process with you. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. So what I was about to say before we knocked out the pit stop. Booyakasha was um the masters recap so we were kind of silent on it last week we gave our picks the week before um and boy was augusta back i mean the (laughs) azaleas were in bloom fern lundquist came out comes out of retirement once once a year so he could hang out a butler cabin um and and the course really had some teeth uh thursday friday into saturday justin rose was looking good a lot of our picks were looking good and then Saturday afternoon, the rain came and softened things up. And Matsuyama made a move and vaulted himself into the lead going into Sunday, um, which he was able to retain. So um, I just, you know, it was great to see Augusta back the way it wa- it should have been. The greens were incredible. Yeah. Um, fast. They were fast. The, the course layout was great. The assault was not on. Dustin Johnson was not there, just shaming the world. Um, and I, I have our picks here. We ended up... Where'd they go? Oh, Masters. Are you really doing this to me? Okay, here we go. So, we you had... Cut, our, we, our two that, we had two that missed the cut. Kepka and, and, and Rory flat out missed the cut. Well, we didn't pick, we didn't pick Kepka because we didn't think he was going to play. What would you have, Jordan Spieth? I had Spieth and... Uh... H to the O to the V. Hovel. Oh well, Speed Speed did well. Fin- yeah, Speed right? finished tied fourth? for third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tied yeah. For third. yeah. Was it tied for third? But it, yeah, he he finished very well. So good pick by you. Hovland finished even, which was tied for twenty one. I had JT finished even, tied for twenty one. My best pick was was Patrick Reed minus four, tied for eighth. Um, and then I had Scotty Scheffler tied for eighteen. So, of my four guys, one missed the cut. And then I had eight, eighteen, and twenty-one. You had Spieth, who was third and twenty-one, and Kepka missed the cut. Yeah. Um, but good show, man. It was, it was a good time. There was um, a little drama too. It, was, it looked like uh, what's his name was going to run away with it there on Sunday, and then uh, he went, went, took took a shot in the water, and uh, you know, left a left left a little up in the air, but then closed the show. Yeah, he opened the door a little bit for Xander Shoffley, but then Xander Shoffley on sixteen put it in the water. I think he was the only ball in the water on 16 the entire weekend and like just blew his chance to get back in it. But congrats to Matsuyama. I mean, 
quite honestly, he's been knocking on the door for a couple years now. And like he had a dominant run, like a kind of a dominant run. I'm going to say like at some point 2019. Um, and, and he's I mean, he's been winning here and there and he's been in the hunt and he's d been doing well in majors. So it really it was only a matter of time. And um, so, you know, good on him to, to put it all together for and, and, and to just have the wherewithal and the capacity and the balls that once it rained on Saturday, they like, you know what? I'm going to attack pins because <laughs> none of the yeah. other guys did that. He, but he did. So, you know, good, good on him to, to yeah, go after sure. those pins on Saturday afternoon and get that win. So big, big ramifications across the, uh, across the golf world. And I mean, we've seen a lot of Japanese and Korean golfers kind of, come in over yeah over the the past 10 years and siwoo kim did, had a very nice tournament um as a south korean golfer but man um yeah there's gonna be even more now so um good stuff but the masters was great just so so good to have it back in the spring and i quite honestly they, they always talk about the azaleas on the ma masters i couldn't tell you what an azalea looked like to save my life if i had an azalea in my yard i'd be like yeah that's a flower i don't know so anyway you yeah. got any you got any comments on azaleas <laughs> what are what are those flowers <laughs> I, I think they are i think they're like bushes that flower was that was that was was the masters at augusta is that where it was when you said that last week or two weeks ago or whatever, I was just like, is this guy serious? I, I honestly just didn't know if they changed anything because of COVID. So, I, don't, I yeah. just wasn't paying attention. But anyway, you know. um, so the only other thing I wanted to copy here and then I'll clear the floor to you to for you to have a couple. Uh, like you said, this is kind of like the uh, the we're just good old fashioned spitball session. My man. Spitball I, session. Yeah, I do this at work all the time. So the NHL trade deadline came and went, and um, you know you can you can go ahead and Google the the winners and losers. I'm not going to do all that, but a couple of things that caught my eye: Taylor Bruin, Taylor Bruin, Taylor Hall to the Bruins. It did not go for a first round pick, and like people were saying that like uh, Buffalo like blew it, and I'm like, how? Like, do you think if they got a first round, like what are they supposed to like? have a lemonade stand and super sell it super hard. Like he obviously wasn't worth a first round pick as a rental. Who's a locker room, uh, not great in the locker room who only has two goals this year. So like, I, I didn't get all the hate on, on, on Buffalo for that. So, but if, if Taylor Hall can get back to like productive levels, then that's a heck of a pickup for the Bruins. Um, who I think have a chance to, to win that division in the playoffs. They also grabbed Mike Riley on D, so that was good on them. Um, heck of a trade that went down. Mantha went from Detroit. Mantha, Mantha, I don't know how exactly how you say it, but went from Detroit to the Capitals. Dude is a 6'5 winger and can score. And uh, they paid a pretty penny, but they, they sent Vrana, who has some goals himself, Ponick, and a first and second rounder to Detroit. This is one of those trades, Drew, that I, I'd say is a win-win on both sides. Yeah. In my mind, I didn't even think the Capitals were going to be good for this year, but just because they're getting older and slower. But Monta's young. He's like 25-ish, 26, something like that. Um, And, like, he helps them now and in the future. So, like, great pickup by them. 
Um, but Detroit, who's not close, picked up draft picks and young talent. Verona's actually younger than Mantha, and Verona's only six foot. Mantha's six five, so like different players. But Verona's productive as well. So what's uh I, what's what's Ovechkin up to these days? He's still skating around. Yeah, quite on. I think he, I. Th- I, I don't know his stats off the top of my head this year, but um yeah, he's he's still doing his his thing and if he's not playing right now, he'll be back by the end of the year and, and um I think but I think he is. I think he just hit like a hit like a slump. See you caught me flat footed. Um but they I mean they're like at or near the top of the division and okay. they're forced to be wec- reckoned with. Um um a couple other trades caught my eye. Felino to Toronto, again, probably like a uh, win-win situation they got they paid a first round pick he's a rental but they add a a great productive winger to an already deep group um and columbus also sent the, their defenseman savar to tampa bay and again i love i and this isn't any sport i love when teams add to their strength and just make it that much better and that's what tampa did here with Savard and toronto did with felino yeah. Um, and they paid a first-round pick, too. So for two rentals, uh, the Columbus picked up two first-round picks. So hell of a job by them. Um, but I like both those trades. So, like, uh, yeah, man, in this, in this kind of weird season, like, push the chips. Um, so that, uh, does that change any of your Final Four predictions? You know, I was thinking about that, Drew. Um, I think I think maybe because I I thought maybe the Penguins the Penguins are already pretty deep but now with with Washington getting Monta and that's kind of pushing their chips in and same thing with the Bruins maybe it hurts the Penguins and the Penguins did go out and get Jeff Carter which the hockey world kind of loved just because it was out of nowhere and they didn't have to pay a lot and um but he's 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 thirty six he can be productive but like. In my mind, like ideally, he's a third liner, maybe a fourth liner. Um, he can play on any line, so that's the beauty of it. Um, and he he is a true power forward. But so it it was a great trade by them. But I I just kind of see the Bruins and the Capitals getting so much better. Not to mention the Islanders, not on the deadline, but they picked up Paul Mary, um, so they're going to be better too. So. I maybe maybe my penguins love is just a little rose colored glasses. Um and Nashville ended up staying pat. So good for them. So and Drew just wanted to mention too as you know just watching sports. Sometimes when you don't make a move, Damn, that just that just kind of like tells your locker room like, "Hey, you know what? We got this. Like you guys keep doing what you're doing. We're we're going to go out there and, and make the playoffs and make a run." So um I I'm going to keep an eye on them. I I Quite honestly, there Pekka Rene has been good there for so long, but UC Soros kind of like got one eye on him out of the corner of my eye. I, I want to see if he can keep it up. So, um, cool stuff. Um, looking forward to the home stretch here. Only a couple weeks left of the regular season, and then this crazy friggin' divisional playoffs here. But once they get out of the divisional round of the playoffs and it's the final four. Man, anything could happen because because Drew, the way that they've been doing the NHL is they did four divisions and they yeah. did it by geography instead of traditional. Yeah, I remember they made that. Switch. Yeah, you remember that? Three, so like three years ago, or two years ago. No, they just did it for COVID. Oh, 
Oh, I thought yeah. you were talking about the. Yeah, Mike, keep going. Oh, oh, when they read when they recasted the playoffs yeah. as divisional playoffs. Yeah. Well, yeah, so it's still similar to that, but all year you've only played your division. Oh, right, right. Sorry, I yeah, sorry. Yeah, I yeah, thought, yeah. So, thought, so yeah, for 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 this COVID year, you've only played your division. So when they get out of their division into the final four, and you're playing a team for the first time, whereas in previous years you in the like in the Eastern Conference Finals, those teams have had seen each other before. Okay. I hope I use I used have had correctly, but um, has have had had into the future. <laughs> so, I, man, I can't wait. Um, you know, we'll we'll talk more about the playoffs as we get into them. Um, but when do they start? They're I want to say they're like three weeks away from the, from hockey playoffs, and then get out of the divisional rounds is a couple weeks after that. But okay. Yeah, man. Um, good stuff. So anyway, um, you wanted to touch on WrestleMania and maybe the NBA a little bit. Yeah, well, I mean, WrestleMania, God, I probably should have been prepared for this and had the number and everything ready, but I think it was 36 or 37. Yeah, same difference. Uh, <laughs> that, so that so that, that went down this past weekend. It was a two-day event. Um, and needless to say, I, you know, I didn't watch uh, most of it. I didn't watch any of the first night because boxing and then... Is that pay-per-view? It's a... Uh, you so get they, it if you buy the channel. Well, they had the network. It used to they they switched over to the WD, WWE network. I think ten years ago, and yeah. basically you pay your whatever it is a month, and you get everything. So like the archive, and then you get the pay per views. Um, Peacock just bought the network for probably like a billion dollars. So now if you have if you subscribe to it on Peacock for like four ninety nine, then you get it. So oh wow, yeah. So, so for uh, five bucks a month, you could get all the rest like all the pay per views and the archives. The only the only that's thing that's good. the only thing that's hilarious plus now, plus Yellowstone yeah and yeah hell yeah can't wait to finish that I'm like ten episodes deep yeah um, right <laughs> um, the only funny thing about the Peacock thing is now is because it's more of a family oriented uh, streaming they're going back and they're editing like controversial things on like the paper oh streams. my gosh are you uh, serious oh yeah. uh, for real it's a real thing so uh, all what those the all those bra and panty matches from the the late nineties probably are getting scratched. Yeah, it's stupid. It's a big, big. There's a big outroar about it in the wrestling community. But um, what I will say, I did watch. I did make it a point. Um, it was funny because I, I I had my brother and then yeah, our buddies Teddy. Uh, I was like, guys, just text text and go. I was like, text me when this main event's coming on because it was a a triple threat match. Yeah, Go the... still watches a bunch, right? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a triple threat match for one of the world. They got two different world. They got a world title for each TV show. But um. It was this guy Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan, and Edge, Edge, you know, this was his first time wrestling for a title in ten years. It was the anniversary of when he had he forfeited the title a decade ago because he had to get like neck surgery and it was too great of a risk to keep wrestling. So like everybody just assumed he was going to win because he came back, but uh, Roman Reigns actually won by he 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 put Daniel Bryan was like out of it from from just like massive chair shots and then he Roman Reigns gave Edge a bunch of chair shots and then he put Edge on top of Daniel Bryan and then pinned both of them like a like a fucking badass uh so it was really cool he, Roman Reigns is related to The Rock somehow um and like Yokozuna and all those guys and the Wild Samoans but the coolest part was Re- actually related by oh, blood, yeah, yeah, by blood or yeah. like like part of the part of the work I don't know I don't know oh yeah no a lot of these I think it, by blood it's I think he's related to Yokozuna and the Wild Samoans. I think The Rock is like a cousin twice removed or something. Um, 
but they're all part of the Samoan like bloodline um, that's coming. Never would have put the, the Rock and Yokozuna in the same family tree. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, there was one spot. If you can YouTube this, you should. It was awesome. Uh, Edge is just going crazy with like chairs, just blast people with chairs. Okay. And I guess, and I guess he broke a piece off one, and so he puts. I don't know if you remember Chris Benoit that yeah. finisher. He the finisher he had the crippler crossface. Where he would put yeah. your leg, yeah, like so. Edge Edge applies this crippler crossface, but instead of locking his wrist together around Roman Reigns' neck, he puts the ch- a piece of the chair that broke off in his mouth and is like pulling on him. And then Daniel Bryan like wakes up after taking a bunch of chair shots, and he puts him in the crossface on the other side. So you got this guy Roman Reigns just getting crossface with like a chair on his. It's it's pretty cool. I highly recommend you go check it out. It's, what the uh, hell would you even use like? punch Dude, in the youtube i don't know or i don't know wrestlemania roman reigns edge daniel bryan uh made or wrestlemania because the way you described it i could not envision it whatsoever i'm gonna i'm gonna send it to you it, dude it was sick i i couldn't i couldn't believe it i'm like i was like oh my god is like, he got that thing in his mouth i was like god i was like hopefully hopefully they washed that thing and gave it some sanitizer uh but it was cool they had twenty five thousand people there so it was cool to have fans uh for a big event Again, I only watched the one match, so but I just I was, it was I just figured it was worth talking about after we did uh we did the roundtable last week. That was a lot of fun with those guys. Um, and then NBA man, uh, Lamarcus Aldridge retired today. That that I saw that. Yeah, he uh, apparently a couple of weeks ago or maybe a week ago he you know he had an irregular heartbeat and he was uh you know he came out of a game like the it said his heartbeat the rhythm was off. Um, saw a doctor and he decided to retire here uh, mid season so. Yeah, you know, kudos to I mean, great career by that guy. Um, you know, poor, I always kind of secretly rooted for Portland, even before Dame got there. When because uh, I think I'm pretty sure Aldridge was there right towards the end of like the Brandon Roy, um, Rudy Fernandez, Andre Miller, Greg Oden experiment, and then Oden, all those guys basically get decimated with injuries, and then it becomes the Dame Dame and Aldridge show. So some really cool playoff series. I, I think he's a very underrated player, seven-time All Star. Um, I got I gotta say I'm for the first time all season I'm I'm starting to feel a little shaky about my Brooklyn pick uh, to win the title or come out of the East at least. Why? I, I, like at some point these guys got to play together. Like they've only played together seven games. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Like look at seven. Like it's insane. Like Durant's back and then he's out and. You know, Kyrie's taking a vacation every three games, and hard. I said it's like a personal day, and I'm like, well, I think maybe said, I, maybe I'm the asshole. I don't know, but like, well, I think he converted. You play to, in the NBA. How do you take personal days? Like, uh, yeah, it's, like you're 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 not a friggin' banker like me. Like, what? I don't know. It, it, they it, it leaked out that they think he was it was because he was observing a religious holiday. I, I don't know, but I mean, it's oh, a, I saw that, and they were calling him Ram. They, wasn't Twitter calling him like Ramadan Kyrie or something? I don't know, maybe, but um, you know, these guys just got to play. Like I, I, again, I, I maybe I just have that much faith in Kevin Durant because he's so he's just so good and so efficient. But it, I mean, chemistry. You know, I I think chemistry is overblown a tad in the NBA because listen, when you have the best when you when you have the best players, like you win. Like very rarely outside of the Detroit Pistons in 2004 and Dirk Nowitzki's one-man decimation of the uh, the Heatles in 2011, 
like if you got the best players like you're gonna win like it's just the way the game it's just the way the nba is designed like that's what they want that's what they want to market but I, I'm I'm starting to feel shaky, and I mean, are they even going to all be healthy by the time we get to the playoffs and, and playing together? Um, big the Sixers, the Sixers had a big win against them yesterday, so they they now own the tiebreaker, and it's critical in the East. There's only, in my opinion, there's three good teams in the Eastern Conference, three legitimate teams. There's the Nets, the Sixers, and the Bucks. Everybody else sucks. Like I don't care, like Heat, Celtics. Hawks, all those crap. Those teams are all terrible. None of those teams are getting to the Eastern Conference Finals. The Bucks? No, I'm I'm putting the Bucks in. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm saying the Bucks, the Bucks, Nets, and Sixers are the only three legitimate teams in that conference. Um, so it's to me, it's it. I as a Sixers guy, I I'm hell bent on the Sixers getting the one seed because why do you why would you want to be in a position to have to play? two of the the only other having to play both of those teams that are actually contenders like why wouldn't you want the one seed and then kind of the cruise so i i think that one seed is very important um and i do think i don't know that the sixers could beat brooklyn because they, they have no answer for Embiid. but the way the way they officiate the playoffs like they'll give Embiid some cheap fouls they'll let like you know friggin Landry Shamit like guard him beating the post and foul him and not call anything because they want wings to score and all that bullshit but um so I don't know I don't know that that the Sixers can beat them in a seven game series but I think the Bucks would give the Nets a lot of trouble because of how good they are defensively so I'm sorry to feel a little shaky about it I'm gonna stick with it um but yeah, other than that, I mean the the Warriors are starting to get hot after Steph came back from that tailbone injury. You know they're they're slowly but surely getting back into those. Uh, you know within they're they're within the the ten the ten spots now, which is stupid. But um, you know they're they're on the move. Jamal Murray unfortunately tore his ACL the other night. I was sneakily starting to believe in Denver as a legitimate threat in the Western Conference. I, I right now to me the West it's the Lakers and the Clippers and that's it. Um, and I thought Denver was starting to get there, but losing Murray, they're they're toast. Yeah, they're, sorry they're, Murray. Yeah, it's 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 unfortunate. I, I love it. I'm usually not a surprisingly I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of like the basketball guys when they showboat after they make threes and do all that bullshit. But I did, I did love in college when he would make a three and do that bow and arrow thing. So I don't know why, but uh, That's it, endeared, stupid. <laughs> it endeared me to him when he came when he came to the league. So, um, so we'll pay attention to that. So the the, the West is really wide open now um, from three down. So we'll see. You know, that, this we'll is where we re- we really need to have a stats guy for the uh, for the um, Brandon Roy Lamarcus Aldridge thing. What, I'm, I'm, I have the wet, I have the roster up now. Here's here's Brandon Roy, but did you say Greg Oden? I don't see him on here. I thought I thought I thought Oden and Aldridge had one season together. Maybe not. Doesn't look like it. I went to Aldridge's rookie okay. year. Okay, Oden to Oden was gone by then. Okay. Juan Dixon was there out of Maryland. Yeah. Was Rudy Jerry, Fernan- Jerry was, Jack, Jamal was Fernandez still on the team? Oh, Rudy Fernandez. Uh, no, Rafe LaFrance was, though. Really? Wait, what? Jamal McGlure, Travis Outlaw, Zach Randolph, Brandon Roy. Oh, our, our boy. Number one, who's the best player ever to come out of Georgia Tech? Oh, R- sure, wrong, sure, wrong answers sure, only. Scherzer? Shenza. Shenza. Luke Shenzer. Yeah. Luke Shenzer. <laughs> love, love that guy, man. Um, 
Anyway, um, you no, done Brandon, ranting on the Brandon, NBA? Brandon, Brandon Roy is like my fourth favorite basketball player of all time. I love him. Oh, he's so good. Freaking yeah. Are, are you uh, you done you done on the NBA? Yeah. No. I'm, yeah. I'm good, man. We'll uh, once the season is about to wrap, we'll do kind of a uh, maybe we'll bring Tori back on and do a refresh of uh, what, where, where we what, sit. Some awards, like what we kind of think the playoffs will be. Maybe we'll do uh, maybe we'll do that what that fun game again where I get to pick all the I get to pick all the winners of the. Uh, of the playoffs like i did for the uh the nfl oh yeah <laughs> right, right you right, pick right. it at the beginning and then adjust it week by week and say i got them all i got them all right they all made they, all, they, both, they both won the super bowl um, oh fun times yeah that was that was definitely all right crazy. well i think that puts us up to the parlay right it does it does i don't want to work i just want to bang on the love on on the on the drama all day um yeah no i um i um i continue to hit all my parlay picks but you had joe smith jr as a knockout and that did not happen well not for the parlay yeah you did oh Oh, what you have for the parlay last the par- week? The parlay was just supposed to be him winning our side bet was him knocking not getting the 10th round stoppage did, oh, we, did way, we not put that in right? I don't remember, but either way, um, Teddy's was was the Phillies, and that was hard to do, like because nothing was released for Saturday. By the time, yeah, he, he, won, he, he won both games either way though, because the Braves won. Both oh, games. did it? Yeah, oh, I didn't, won, inc- I didn't Bra- include it in ours won, on Friday. The Braves won Friday and Saturday. Oh, uh, well, I didn't include it on Saturday, but then, um, Jimmy. That that game did not come through for him on Saturday. So what did he take um, the under or the over? We would have lost either way, but that's okay. We're gonna get back on on it here, um, because I continue to crush all of these hockey games on Saturdays, and so I pick um, Saturday at twelve thirty. There's two games I'm looking at, the Capitals Flyers and the Devils Rangers. And I think they're both going to go over, but I don't know which one I officially want to take. I'm going to say um um how about the Capitals Flyers? No, 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 no. Um 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 yeah, yeah, sure, Capitals Flyers over 12:30 Saturday. Okay. Uh, like, what do you got? I like Portland giving a point and a half to the Spurs tomorrow night. Friday night action. Yeah, there's Friday only two. There's only two games with lines, so I'm gonna pick. <laughs> I'm gonna pick one of the two. Okay. Yeah, Port, give Portland. Point. Give, give point and a half. Portland minus one and a half. Yeah. Um. Where is it? Port. Portland. Um. That I have lines for a couple other games. Are you interested in those? Nah, I like it. Or less minus one and a half over the Spurs. What's, okay. the, what's the Sixers line out of curiosity versus the Clippers? Uh, not not posted. Ah, okay. I have the Jazz minus nine and a half, Pelicans minus one and a half, Brooklyn minus thirteen and a half, Nuggets minus eight and a half, and Mavericks minus five. I I I know I'm I know I'm gonna blame I'm gonna I know and we're done with the NBA but I was just looking at this, dude. Steph Curry's insane, right? He's dude. 
And this team's not, they're well, not great. Listen, in, in our preview, remember, like, I, I, I kind of called it, like, semi, like, soft called him out. Remember, yeah, I was did, like, yeah. well, I, yeah, was I, like made, I, made, I was like, I, dude, I, if yeah. you're an all-time player, like, can you at least get your team to the playoffs? Like, yeah. I'm not saying go win it, but, like, it's not that hard to, like, be the eighth seed. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, because me, because your brother thought that they were still, I forget where he thought they'd land. I was hesitant to say they'd even make the playoffs. But I, I raised the question. I was like, is Steph, do we, do we, is it time to start like getting on Steph Curry if they don't? And yeah, I, you did say that. Yeah. Yeah. And I caveated with it. I, was, I said, if Draymond plays 60 games, then there's no excuse. If they don't make the playoffs, then I got to really start pushing Steph down my ladder of all time great players. But dude, this team stinks. Um, they don't yeah, stink, no. but they're, good I mean, they're, they're what they are. They're, well, they, they're, uh, they're, they're, they're punching above their weight. So the, yeah, they're them. a lower, they're a lower half playoff team is what they are. He's averaging 31 points per game, six assists, six rebounds, 92 and a half from the free throw line, 42 and a half from three and 49% from the field. Dude, he's doing all that in 33 minutes a game. That's Good. just, it's just nuts, man. Good grief. Good. Big golly, Miss Molly. Yeah, and I mean, if they miss the playoffs, then uh, it's it's not for nothing. Yeah. All right. So so for the parlay, we got the hockey game at twelve thirty. The uh, wait, I I yeah, I took the Capitals Flyers, and you got Portland to cover. Yeah. All right. Log yeah, it up. Sure. All right, beer two. Oh yeah, get that out of the ice. You ready to crack this? What do you Some got? Position. Like cool- what do you got? A little cooler there. I always get like a giant like serving bowl that you might put like chips or popcorn in, and I fill it up with ice uh, and then okay. put my beers in the ice. I like that. Yeah, yeah. All, All right, right, three, two, one. <laughs> the sound effects are great. Um, Lawson's finest liquid. I have little sip. Um, oh, it's just called little sip. Um, but you, the other one's called sip of sunshine. This one's called just little sip. Um, and this is one pint again, and um, it is not as much. Oh, 6.2. I think the other one's just a little bit more, so I'll be good and drunk by the end of this. Nice, nice. What do you got? You repeating yours? A little more threes brewing. A little more, uh, maybe, maybe what was it, cry inside? Crying on the inside. Maybe they'll, <laughs> uh, maybe they'll give us some sponsor dollars. Yeah, speaking of crying on the inside. Ooh, oh no, oh god. In the arms of the angels, John Dory died. So I close my eyes. Only for a moment and the moment's gone. Yeah, so so the beginning uh, opening salvo of season six, is that what the... Uh, we're on yeah, here let's for call it, let's call it six for fear of the walking dead um we had yet again just just a teenage girl shoot a beloved character um and and murder them um right in the heart right in the kisser um so can't say i saw that coming out of the gate uh good for but i i, I was torn because i am all about the show killing off characters that everybody loves and like but not in such a haphazard way. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's good Wait, when hold you on, can... hold on, hold on. Teddy Rapanta, spoiler alert. John Dorsey died. <laughs> Dor- oh, John... Oh, John Dory. Dory. No, that was my brother who always called us out for that. What, the spoiler? 
Yeah. No, no, I'm I'm calling no. T- Teddy spoils everything, so that's why. Oh, I'm, does he? Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, oh, he's the worst. Sorry. Go ahead. I ruined your flow there. No, that's okay. But <laughs> um, anyway, good episode. Um, but yeah, towards the end, I mean, I I will say I found the whole thing strange about. I I, I liked his like reclusiveness and all that. Yeah. But the. Out of the, out of the blue, they threw in like him having daddy issues, and I will say number one, I didn't even realize that they were in like his territory, and like that was his cabin from when he grew up as a kid. Like I think I texted you, like where the hell are like are they still in Texas? Like what is yeah. going? Well, that's like, definitely yeah. I I remember that. I remember that's where he was before he met Morgan and he met Junebug, but um. I, I I don't know that they told you that that was like his house, like, and not just some random place he found. Like, yes, that, that, I I assumed it was all random, and then yeah. they they were like, oh, that's his his place where he like the the family's cabin where he grew up having like cabin weekends or whatever, and then it was just like his he just had all these daddy issues, and I was just like, mm, this seems forced, like. It was it was good. It was way good enough to being like reclusive about the whole way things went down with June. Yeah. And everything and just being, you know, screwed up in the head because, oh, it's the apocalypse. Like then they had all the daddy. And I was just like, where is this coming from? Like, yeah, why? it was almost it was almost like, could you not could we not think of like a better storyline to kind of move, move and progress his story? Yeah, and so then, then him dying and have the picture of him and his dad and everything, and it was well done. Other like the like the way it was shot was well done, but the whole dad thing complex was weird to me. But um, again, I and I don't even mind him dying, but like, can he have a cool zombie death and not just like shot by like or maybe this, yeah this or- teenage girl who's just like not stable. Yeah, or maybe maybe instead of wasting the time with the daddy story that we didn't ever do about how about how about give us a little more color around how he randomly walks into like uh a 1950s style thrift store he just happens to find morgan bleeding out on the floor like they 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 love doing that on fear now like it's like some major thing happened where somebody's like her and dying and they just don't show what happened it's just like oh yeah yeah we just you know flash forward here and you know you know i'm glad you pointed that out and and may are we both missing that like why is morgan bleeding did, no, did we miss no, that no they the last season ended with them at the uh the taxidermist uh, am i saying that right taxidermy yeah right uh, where you stuff things yeah remember that they, they ended up in that like weird like cabin where that the this like oh creep, this creep was like was like, that's where we ended yeah, that was the finale. Yeah, and they Morgan, did he get and he was there and he like talked the the person down, right? No, the guy got stabbed and burned in his house. Um, yeah, but but who was with him though? No, that was Alicia. It was Alicia and the girl. It was Alicia, the girl that they like she, got kidnapped or whatever. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, Morgan got them out of the burning house. That's how Morgan got there. Okay, um, I thought he had to like talk somebody down. Right, no, nah, Morgan Morgan he, somehow was Morgan, he injured Morgan, he, but was he injured at no, that point? No. So that's well, what I'm saying. It's I, like, I would yeah. assume well, they're probably going to do a memento thing where they like show how he got injured and how he got there. I I guess who knows. At, like uh, out of sequence. I guess that's that, that's I thought uh, it was me. I was like what? I was like is no. that from like when he got <laughs> Totally not. 
totally not okay. thing. Well, that's um, interesting. Yeah, so maybe um, focus a little more on that. Uh, I'll tell you, when when she shot and the whole thing happened. So last last season, you know, there there was a a mysterious murder in one of the compounds, and uh, and John was investigating this, and the guy, some guy, was stabbed to death, and he found like a little piece of knife, um, you know, by the murder scene, and. As they're trying to get in this now flash, you know, fast forward to where we are now, they're trying to clear a bridge, and there's a bunch of walkers, like they're all over John, and somehow like Glenn in that dumpster, he doesn't get bit or scratched, which is hilarious. Yeah, um, you know the is it Ginny? Who's who's the red? What's the redhead name again? Um, I think it yeah, Ginny, Virginia. Virginia. I think they yeah, call her Ginny. Yeah. yeah, her sister. Her sister. Uh, she's she's Dakota. She, Dakota, she's getting attacked by a walker, and so she Cause, pulls. Because apparently their uh, their parents has had to name them after states. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, she pulls out a knife and kills wall kills a walker, and John sees the knife, and it's the murder weapon. So you find out Dakota Dakota committed the murder because the guy found out that she was sneaking off to like get away from the compound for a few hours, and he told Virginia, and he obviously deserved to die for that. Um, and then she, you know, she's like, you know, she's having this moment with John and like, you think like, okay, he's going to talk her down. And then she just friggin' shoots him right in the chest, man. And I'm like, I, you, you had texted me before I started it. Cause I was going to wait till Monday and you were like, wow, just wow. Well done. But wow. And I'm like, well, shit, do I need to watch? Do I, do I need to stay up? Cause it was like midnight. I'm like, do I need to step and watch it now? You're like, yeah, man, watch it. And so I'm like, oh my God, he's, he's dead. And then. She pushes him off the bridge. Uh, he falls to the bottom of the water. He, he, him, and him and Kong must have gone to the same underwater like breathing school <laughs> because man, he was he's he's shot and bleeding out. And he was breathing underwater for quite some time there. Um, he's got enough senses to grab the picture of him and his father. He gets up to the surface and he, yeah, I think the uh, that door that uh, rose from the Titanic was floating around all. Somehow it made its way into Texas. Made its, made its way into Texas. Yeah, it did, yeah. And so he hopped on that thing and he's floating down the river. And I'm like, oh, okay. So they faked this death. And then Morgan comes out of nowhere. And I'm like, if they fucking kill Morgan. Because at that <laughs> point, I'm like, all right, John's not dead. So like, what's. There's like, there's like six minutes left. So I'm like, what could possibly like be this wow, whoa moment? And Morgan shows. And I'm just like, if if Morgan gets shot by this fucking girl, I'm gonna lose my shit. I was like, I'm gonna go to Scott Gimple's house and take a dump on his porch. Um, <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm like, Morgan, just stab her in the throat with whatever like weird death Negan style with whatever death saber you made out of your uh, what is his karate again that we were gonna take? What was it? What was it called? Oh, uh, Eastman Kindo uh... Kindo. Oh, crap. oh man, I forget what it was, but whatever. Um, and now he's got a huge like blade on the end of it. I was like, just stab her and kill her, and he does it. And I'm like, all right, so what's going on here? And then Junebug is at uh at the cabin with Virginia and Morgan or Morgan walkies to her and says, you know, he should be coming your way down the river because obviously it's a very predictable current and it's going to take him right there, no problem. Um, he gets to the land and and Junebug was running to him to help him and we both said that it was funny. We both had the same in a very Sophia 
Carol-esque moment. Yes, very Sophia-esque moment. We both he, have that reaction. His, head, his head's down in the mud, and then he lifts it up, and he's a zombie, so he didn't survive. Yeah. Um, and she, like, lets um, hit John as the zombie, like, grab her, like, hold hand. It was almost like they were holding hands for a second. And uh, and she she reached way the hell back there for that stabbing. That was a little bit yeah. dramatic. <laughs> she, like, yeah. reached way back behind her ear. I was like, all right, how many times they filmed that? Like, again. But it, it was Aikido, I, th- I think. It was, was Aikido, that it. is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but man, did I! Uh, I love John, man. I from the from the very first from season four, episode one, when him and Morgan met, uh, man, it was it was gut wrenching. I was, yeah, he uh, was a really cool character. But I will say, probably the weirdest, hokiest, most bizarre, most non realistic thing they've ever done on this sh- on across all universes is like, remember when? So he was like a gun show, like. Like he was like a trick shot guy. He was, he was like, like a circus. Yeah, he was like in a traveling circus kind of thing. Yeah. Right? So yeah. like, rem- yeah. remember, remember what the I can't remember if it was a knife or a sword, but he shot the blade of the sword, which split the bullet, and it went and hit two zombies at once. Remember? What's, remember what's, you remember when they did that? What's not realistic about that? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, did they really just do this? Like it was, it it felt like a circus watching it. So. Uh, I think it's great. Yeah, but um. Anyway. Yeah, um, sorry. I I'm still just remember uh, John, man. It was so just. I I just I loved him, man. He was such a great character. But you know what? That's that's why I like you know the Walking Dead needs to just get back to that. Like sometimes you just you need that catharsis, and you gotta you just gotta bite the bullet and kill a major character because it's like that's the world, man. Like, you know. It's, uh, I know. I wish it would like. I'd rather have it be something stupid though, like. He's taking a dump and like a zombie comes up on him and just like, oh, crap. And then like he gets bit and he's like, he like fights off the zombie, but he has a bite on his arm. And he's like, well, shit. And then he just like <laughs> dies. Yeah. Um, not like not like a emotional, like, you know, what? 14 I, for, year old just like hauls off and shoots him in the chest for, for half a second. I thought that when he was floating down the river, I was fully waiting for. For him to still be alive, and the whole reason that they did the father backstory was like his father would be there. No, no, that like, oh. like that that like before he left the house, he grabbed some like metal keepsake that his dad gave him, and he put it in his like his like breast pocket, and that's what stopped the bullet from like getting into his heart or whatever. That would have been good. <laughs> I was that's what I was expecting because I'm like I remember I told you I was like he gets shot in the heart i was like how is he still alive I was like, this is ridiculous as like he just like i said he just he just conged it up and bashed that shoulder back in its socket and kept going man but uh did they do did you watch talking dead after i did i i taped it but um because i'm showing my age and i'm saying taped instead of recorded um yeah it's the same thing DV, dvr would probably be the uh preferred yeah yeah so i recorded it but for whatever reason my dvr only like skipped like the first half of it so i, I say, did they, i did watch it do they do they even do the in memoriam on top i don't even I, watch I, talking dead for that uh they still do it um i missed it though if because my dvr cut okay. it off i didn't know if they did it for fear so they do um but i my dvr cut it off so i didn't even see it yeah so we'll we'll, we'll see where the season goes i uh i mean i I hope they start to pull like the the shows together again. The right, it, the current timeline with fear, they're like 
at least four years behind The Walking Dead. So, Are, I, 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 well, you're keeping track of that way better than me. I can't. I can't. I can't keep track of that. When Morgan, when Morgan left, real quick, because we're, we're we're still pretty good on time. Where's the short? Yeah, we're one? good. So Morgan left after the Savior War, right? Um, I still have that episode taped with him and Rick and everybody talking in the uh, the junkyard, which is great. He runs across country, like Forrest Gump. Um, it that only took a few months, like that wasn't like years. So that's all in the same year, right? And then see that's season four, and see from season four to season five, only like six months had passed because they said that because that was when that whole trucking thing was going on, and then they somehow oh, yeah. and then they like built they built a plane and figured up oh, shit none of us know how to fly this thing but let's go ahead and rescue these weirdos that, that are was so ridiculous uh, and... it was so absurd and it crashed and they all lived which is even more absurd so that only six months had gone by and then let's let's just say let i mean let's just say only another six months even a year went by within season five so that's that's like 18 months maybe two years walking dead jumped forward five years when they started season 9b when when after rick died so you know they're 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 like three four years behind the walking dead you don't really know where i guess the world beyond's probably even farther because the world beyond's 10 years after the world fell right didn't they tell us that so they i think say I, that, I, feel, yeah. I feel i feel like high school musical of the walking dead's got to be that's got to be even farther than the walking dead possibly or maybe they're close no, yeah, I think so they're. I think they're the same. Or, or Walking Dead is a little I, bit ahead. I think they said it was ten years, and I don't think the Walking they did. Dead's t- yeah, but the Walking Dead's not ten years though. Like, the Walking yeah, Dead's like I think seven, it is. Uh, maybe they're close. I, I, I was thinking the Walking Dead was seven or eight years after it started. So right, I'm just thinking of like, how also. how old Judith is. Judith yeah. Judith was born like what, like she's a like year six. or two in. Yeah, she's like six. No, no, well, she's no, like eight. No, not even Judith or Lori got knocked up like a month after the apocalypse started when Rick after Rick's right. Up. So she was born. So ten months later is kind of like a year in, say. Why ten and months? Why ten months? Because forty weeks. I'm just uh, saying. Oh, you're okay. I see what you're counting. Never mind. God. Uh, and so, um, I'm just saying. Although maybe <laughs> oh, she's this like is seven. terrible. I think. She, yeah, but that was like a year ago. I think she's more like eight now. And so that's what I'm saying. I think they're nine or ten years in on Walking Dead. Okay. All right. So they're close. I, I think they're close. No, but... That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So like Fear has some catching up to do. Hopefully, I would, maybe they'll do a flash forward and not tell us what happened so we don't have to care. But uh, I don't know. Um, just give me yeah. Lenny. Just give me Lenny Jane's like. Um, I'm getting lost in the sauce here, but I just wanted to shout out um, a couple new new Walking Dead friends we made on Twitter. Whitney, Whitney Candace Ray down in Atlanta, and Mrs. FFT Cocoon, um, who we actually shared some DMs with, just, just big, talking about, um, big time you know, fans, big time, yeah, fans. just 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 swapping theories and projections and stuff. So good stuff. Good, good old old school Walking Dead. S- starting to connect with some Walking Dead fans. Like, why haven't we done this sooner? Like, so cool stuff. Um, I don't know. I listen. It's still one of the most watched shows on television. I know, like. Some people are tired of it, but you know, I know like a lot of our friends, like Tully and, and Creange, even I don't know if Creange ever watched it, but um, 
a few of our friends are like, I can't believe you guys still watch that. It's like, well, it's still the number one show on television. So it, it's not at the heights that it was once previously, but yeah, still, still the top show. On that note, Topsies. um, well, you know, I did want to mention real quick since you, because when I thought of John Dory, I always go back to that scene where they, the bullet split. And I was thinking of other ridiculous things that happened in the show. One of them was that they were in that freaking plane, like, Still not even <laughs> so necessarily absurd. fully explained of so like absurd. why or how or whatever because that was coming out of a, a season uh, that was like a, a start of a season. They just I they think. just found some duct tape and they were like, ah, dude, if we put this here and that there, like this engine might work. Okay, let's do it. It's so stupid. And then oh, I forget what else I was gonna say in terms of oh stupidity. Remember the scene where Alicia was in that bunker and everybody else ran out of air except for her and turned into a zombie in record time. Yeah. <laughs> not only did she not die, they died and turned into a zombie and she was still she still had enough oxygen to survive. Yeah. And then and then like the remember, cavalry came and mem- saved remember, her. Remember when Daniel survived like six fires and uh a dam everything collapse, else and a dam yeah. collapsing and he's still alive. Yeah, I, I didn't even want to bring that up, but yeah, exactly. Anyway oh, so, so we're 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 doing it again, everybody. We are doing our patented least favorite our, our our bottom five our most hated characters across the entire walking dead universe oh yeah there's no limits on this and we've stipulated that the loser of this list will have to sing easy street on next week's episode so um without further ado let's get let's get into our honorable mentions so you go first um hold on is this it hold on no it's not sorry i was trying to bring up easy street that was definitely not it anyway i think i think it was it then you skipped it i maybe it was uh such a good uh so great so uh i'll start by honorable mentions and i did as we were doing our pre-show i if 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 you don't have if you don't have one of these two characters on your list the, the the two beers podcast ends next week it's over it's a wrap uh um, okay. so my two honorable mentions were fear the walking dead martha who was there it is yes and it feels so, so sweet, sweet. <laughs> god so good oh man how that didn't make your like top list when we did the the walking dead rapid fire i'll never understand but um so Mar- Martha was that like weird like woman who in on Fear of the Walking Dead when they started doing the boxes and the trucks like decided that she was just going to randomly kill and poison people and somehow was overpowering like Morgan that was a super ninja Oh and, like, gosh she, and she like wrote stuff on her own head Oh yeah 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 so Yeah she she, she was awful yeah Yeah she got she got an, an honorable mention from me and Father Gabriel got an honorable mention He's got a little. Oh, bit, thank you. He's got a little better, and I gotta say, I didn't put him on the top five because mad props to him for when he copped those couple of blowies from Jadis uh, before she left the show. So, kudos to he him. He did. Yeah, remember when like when she was like he was trying to they, he was he was trying they they had some like they were dating and then there was some weird heart to heart by a campfire. Jadis. Like, yeah, and, dude. Wait, after she got after she like took a bath. Yeah, and then she became part of the group. Ah, I forgot Bro, about yeah. that. Oh, yeah. 
Like they like they like almost they they showed like everything. And I'm like... glad you brought up Jadis because you and I had like an odd odd attraction to her. The and actress. I can't I can't the even actress. explain it. The actress like, the actress came on Talking Dead and we uh, immediately were like Pollyanna okay. something or another. And we were yeah. like, all right, roll roll tide a little bit on this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so those are my two honorable mentions. Who do you got? My honorable my honorable mentions, mentions were Travis, uh, just a no depth and just an idiotic character uh okay. i'm gonna throw this out there and I'll, I'll, i'm sure i'll catch heat but sadiq like i i had and it's not necessarily his fault i was just so annoyed that carl was like yeah sadiq i totally i've met you for five minutes but i totally care about your parents and let's go ta- let's go tackle these walkers instead of murder them yeah oh crap able- i got i got bit in the ribs now i'm dead like and and then everyone like the, I felt like the whole Walking Dead fandom just like immediately adopted Sadiq as like an awesome character and I was just oh, like yeah. no ah oh, just well the uh, best part about it was oh it's like oh hey these mo- these these walkers they sound like they're a mile away let's go towards them and kill them for your mom and not just go home and uh, go eat some yeah, pudding not just keep surviving oh yeah um anyway um and then also honorable mention which could have made the list but did not but Lori. You know, it was so funny. She's at like the top of so many lists of like the worst characters ever. Uh, it's so great. Like, I, I honestly, and like this is kind of mean, but like I just feel like the actress dropped the ball on that. Like, and the character was kind of crappy to begin with. And like, I don't even blame her for sleeping with Shane when she thought Rick was dead, but then just being such a shitty person towards Rick afterwards. Like, like the dude was in a coma when when the world went into apocalypse and you're like giving them shit, whatever. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I know she did deliver one of the best lines of all time though. I know I'm not winning any wife of the year awards out here, Rick. Yeah. She was very, she was self-aware on that one. Yeah. Um, anyway, all right, let's get into the list. Number five. Who you got? I got Gregory, the, the former ruler of, of Hilltop. Remember that shit bag? Yeah, yeah. He was just like he was just like a self a self centered like always trying to figure out how he was gonna pres- preserve himself. He tried to he tried to get or um, he tried to kill Maggie when she was pregnant. Um, yeah, he turned. And you know what? I, I have a feeling our, our lists are gonna go in two divergent paths based on that because I I went more annoying than hated. No, I I mixed I mixed it a little bit, but even his character, I, I think the I mean I think that was a credit to the actor, like. He yeah. was just—he annoyed the shit out of me too. It was a shitbag. I'm glad. Yeah. Found him. Yeah. Good um, call. No, 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 don't worry. Mine's gonna, mine's gonna tune up with you quickly. But I, my, my number five. Yeah. Were you ready for this? I'll do it. Dale. Yeah, you always did hate Dale. That's right. I hated Dale. I he was just—he was always just like, we, we, we have to try and preserve our humanity. And it's like Dale. There are people coming back from the dead trying to eat each other. <laughs> what are you talking about? And, like, Shane adapted to the world like that. And conversely, Dale was like, we, 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 we need to have a society. And we need, we need to try and have some morality. And I'm just like, Dale, get in your RV and shut up. Like, I just, I, I, I could not take Dale. And so he definitely made my top five. And he was my number. And I feel like he was so beloved amongst the fan base. And I'm just like, sorry, I'm not on that. Maybe maybe they maybe it's because they were 
it was just him and Gled's relationship people liked, I guess. Um, yeah, and like he he like had kind of like a creepy old man thing for Andrea, and Andrea just wasn't having any of that. And well, in the, in the comic, he was getting all of that. Yeah, I, I I wasn't all about that. I'm like I like when when that zombie like basically took the jaws of life and and spread open his bird cage. Was I, was, I was pretty oh, I was pretty happy so about that. Like, <laughs> suck it, Dale. Speaking, anyway. of, I'm kind of I'm kind of mad I didn't put Carl on this list now. Now I'm kind of pissed at myself. You know what? <laughs> I'm, now had, I'm mad. <laughs> I had I him on my on, I had him on my honorable mentions, and then I crossed him off because he wasn't as bad at the end. But nah, he, for I, I for so many bad. seasons, he I just was like Carl, you idiot. Yeah, he sucked. Um, All right, who's your number four? Fear of the Walking Dead, Nick. Um, Madison, wow, son, Alicia's brother. Dude, like he just sucked. Like he he bothered me, and like I know you they, hated him. Well, they just kept trying to make me feel bad that he was this drug addict. I'm like, I don't feel bad for him. I'm like, he just keeps doing this stupid shit and like putting everyone in danger. And like Madison keeps them putting everyone that she's trying to protect in danger to go get him. I'm like, listen, at some at some point, in the words of your favorite movie, remember the Titans in Mister Bertier. Sometimes you just gotta cut a man loose. They should have just cut this cut cut this this cokehead out, out, out of the picture. He was just so annoyed. Like I didn't even care when when Lucy or whatever that girl's name, whenever she shot him with the purple flowers, I was like, okay, good. Charlie. Like, you know, yeah, Charlie. I was like, yeah, dude. Like now we don't have to worry about this guy anymore. Like you know, risking our lives for a quick eight ball. I I just didn't. It just it annoyed. He just annoyed me. Yeah, I, uh, and, and I I would have agreed with you through like two or three seasons, but I, he went through so many different things. Whether it was like at the ranch or like with with uh Lucia. I mean I hate it. I mean but I hate what, I what they the call race. that community the community they called uh, where the guy faked like he was amused. Well, I was going to say may, and also probably because those were two, two of my least favorite storylines. So like yeah. that's probably he was the center of them so that's probably why I didn't like even more didn't like By him. the end he, like his character was just getting it, like even more interesting and then He was Carly good in four, he was good in 4A but I I think I think four, not four, right? But yeah, you know, season four, episodes one through seven, when Morgan first got there, I think, I think the show that was when it was at its best, and all the characters were great. But yeah, nah, he's he's on the he, yeah. In the words of Chris Jericho, he's on the list. Yeah, can, uh, can you hear my pen? Yeah, sure. I I got gotcha. right, um, you. Got, my you number got. four was Spencer, and Spencer was the daughter of um. Uh, oh, no, I mean the son of um. Um, oh, um... Who's who, Deanna? Deanna, yeah. He's the son of Deanna, who... Like, he was already annoying, and then when he tried to, like, sneak around and try and get on Negan's good side, he's like, I'm a leader. I can lead this place. And then just, Negan, how embarrassing. You do have guts after all. Like, that was awesome. When, <laughs> like, when I was, like, I was, like, mini fist-pumping when Negan stabbed him in the in the guts. Yeah, and, and and Spencer was the one that had like stole the gun and like hit it and stuff. That guy was that guy sucked. He did get him some Rosita and also was getting. I know he slept with Rosita and I'm like Rosita, like I question you. Yeah, my after girl, sleeping my with girl, him. my girl Laura with the neck tattoo from the Sabers also wanted a piece of that. So uh, gotta gotta give him a little props. Yeah, but he sucks. So how did they even? I guess when I guess desperate times in the apocalypse, you just kind of go with whoever. Anyway, who you guys number three? I got a combo. I'm 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 combining these two characters, and this is it. If these aren't on your list, man, I'm gonna be so. Oh upset. no! Oh no! Ron and Sam Anderson. Who? 
Rod and Sam, the the two the two kids that uh, got eaten alive. Sam with his cookies when Carl when Carol gave him his cookies. I said, almost put him on my honorable mention. Oh, That's so funny on. you said that. I don't have him on my list. Oh, Sam was like a little twerpy little crybaby who wanted his cookies. He was a twerpy twerpy oh. little cry. I was gonna, Ron, well, I was on. gonna mention him, and then I didn't. Yeah. And then Ron was like this weird emo who, like, he first off he lost his girlfriend to Carl. Like, if that's not the ultimate, like, I'm a loser kind of move. Yeah, good and call. Then, and, and then after you know, and then I, like as he's getting bit, he shoots Carl in the Carl eye, in the face. Yeah, because you know his dad. Yeah, and all because his little brother like couldn't handle like having some like blood and guts on him and like a horde of walkers and he starts crying and him and the guy Ron watches you know his brother and his mom get eaten alive and then shoot. Can I at least kids... get partial credit because I like almost oh, I was thinking about putting him on there. Those kids were the worst, man. They were so bad. Oh, I hated both of them. I I I was so happy when they were just torn to shreds in that. In that, that was episode. a great scene. All time uh, dude, great was, scene. Yeah, all time. No one clucks out today except for Sam, his mom, and his brother because they all got eaten alive. Yes. Yeah, they they more than clocked out. All time great you, scene. You broke my heart, Fredo. I I I still don't understand how like ha- having three kids. I, I like. There's no way you put a baby under a cloak and like walk through a horde of walkers. I'm sorry. Even even the baby had had more balls than than Sam and Sam and Ron combined through that whole fiasco. A little ass kicker, Judith. Oh god. All right. Um. So that was your number three. Yeah. My number three was Noah. Um. We we got into a debate with some people on Twitter, but oh, like God, those idiots. <laughs> Noah like got so many people in, in danger or killed just because he was just like he was just a dumbass. Yeah, and like and just just worried about himself. Yeah, I, I didn't enjoy Noah. I, it was it was cool because uh, you, I don't think you were even aware, but he was um, what everybody hates. Um, everybody hates Chris. No like idea. Chris Rock. Yeah, I had no idea who that was. The Chris Rock preview, um, or the Chris Rock like like um, growing up story or whatever. He was played like young Chris Rock. Yeah, I was not. Anyway, um, and, and and he had one of the most amazing deaths on Walking Dead. Um, oh, by far. By far, top top three. Um, uh, which, with, was all, with, which was almost in the revolving top, door. Which was almost our topic for tonight. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, you got two. I'm going back to Fear the Walking Dead. Travis's son Chris. That nice. kid. Good pick. That kid was so terrible. Forget. Oh, he forget, sucked. Like his his dad and everybody. Like everybody's working so hard to keep them alive. And on a whim, he decides to leave them to go join these two randos that are just, like, killing people that are weak or hurt because, like, they've got no shot. Just for no reason. Just like, oh, yeah, you know what, Dad? Like, you know, you know, well, you, know you go go where you want to go. I'm going to go and just hang out with these complete strangers in the zombie apocalypse. Uh, it becomes a huge jerk-off. And then they get in this, like, random car accident, and he's hurt. And they're like, yeah, well, you're hurt, so we're going to shoot you in the face. So... That kid was oh man, he was all time terrible. Um, yeah, I agree. He uh, was terrible. Another another guy. I was like, when when the car accident happened and his legs were messed up, and I was like, oh nice, they're probably gonna shoot him in the face with a shotgun. And they did. I was like, slow clap, good. You got what you deserve, <laughs> jerk off. Uh, my number two was actually Charlie, and so she's still alive, uh, unbelievably. Yeah. yeah. In this fear of the Walking Dead, so. Like her backstory is odd. Like she had that book and like at the baseball diamond and like 
Yeah, she was with that other group, and then she's with this group, and then she shot Nick, who was just coming into his own. And so, because she shot Nick, I, 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 she only makes the list because, like, they feel that they have to justify the killing of a character that everybody liked, like Nick, except for you, um, like Nick, that they have, they feel like they have to keep making her, like, writing her into the story, and so, like, all of her development is just so forced and like she's not good like it's not a good character or storyline or arc or anything like she's just she's just fluff she is fluff and so i i'm very annoyed by any time she's even on screen and so and which i i don't nothing against the actress like she's doing a good job i just don't i don't like how it fits in the story so agreed and now i i always get annoyed a little bit where like the groups are so like so easily forgiven it's like you know she shot she shot alicia's brother yeah and alicia and her like best friends or like besties yeah it's like remember that time you shot my brother yeah (laughs) oh great times you know uh yeah it's i that just like i get it like i don't know i i don't get it obviously because i uh, here's your number one oh you know i mean it's easy it's noah the guy noah yeah i mean again the worst like he lives so many deaths Anyone that thinks he's not responsible, the people you forgot that then the people we were arguing with on Twitter were trying to say like they were like, oh, you can't really blame him for uh, stealing Daryl and Carol's weapons and then holding them at gunpoint and then let releasing walkers on them. He he was just scared, so you can't really blame him for that. I'm like, are you are you on drugs? Well, are you are you? Well, they ne- were saying you can't blame him for Beth's death because Beth. Beth well, no, the, the best killed. thing, too, no, but then they were talking about Daryl and Carol. They were making up an excuse for, like, what he did with Daryl and Carol. I'm like, are yeah, you? Yeah, I know. Are, yeah, but that's ridiculous. I'm like, the but guy even like, Beth, because uh, they were like, oh, well, Beth stabbed so-and-so. And I'm like, why? Was the she, whole yeah, reason yeah. they were there was because of Noah. Yeah. Like, and, like, Beth helped him escape. And then as Beth was struggling to get out, he just ran for it and didn't even care to help her and let her get recaptured. Like. That guy sucked. And that was another. That was similar to like Sadiq. That, Plus, the whole reason they were going back to Virginia was to find his little brothers who were already zombies who yeah. ended up biting Tyrese. Tyrese, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, and yeah. where was Noah during all that? Just like watch, watching Netflix. Yeah, like, yeah, what? yeah. He ran. He he ran away from the group, and Rick specifically said, "We stay together." Um, yeah. Well, he, and he's he he's similar to why you just like Sadiq. It's like. Out of nowhere, it's like this guy's like a part of the group and important that we're all going to risk our lives for. I'm like, dude, he sucks. Yeah, so, I, I didn't like that. Yeah, no, he's when 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 the revolver death, the revolving door death was just was just so good. Yeah, like I said, by far, it's not probably even the best death. Yeah, well, I was gonna say he he definitely by, top three. He by far is my least favorite character. Like, it's not even close at all. Like, no one, yeah. even, no one even like. There's my two through five and then like a huge gap and then him at one yeah i my, for my number one i had chris which you covered at your nice number two ass. he sucks so bad he was so he, he was awful travis's son and he was just such a whiny little bitch and when yeah when he got expelled from that car and like his femur was like sticking out he's like guys oh, and he's like crawling one armed and they just shoot him in the head yeah. which those guys suck too like they were just like bunch of brads and chads just Jim's in the zombie apocalypse yeah yeah so that was um whatever but he sucked screw them um and that, it was good to see him get 
get shot with a sawed-off shotgun. So good. Um, I agree. Yeah, so I'm um, looking forward to the rest of the season of, of Fear. And then I'm sure High School Musical will come back at some point, which is the world, the world Beyond, which is the actual name of it, which might as well be called High School Musical because who cares? Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I, don't, I don't know when that comes back. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, we'll 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 do fear for a few weeks, seven weeks or whatever, six or seven, and then eight weeks, whatever more, and then uh, go from there. I you know they'll tie this all back in, but um, cool. Any 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 other stuff that you want to address? Um, outside of you not putting the cookie Cookie Brothers on the list, nah, man. I think that's uh, I think that's it for this week. I thought about it, but I did not. But oh well. All right, Drew. Good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open count. Toss it out. Everybody's cold right now. Stir up the crowd. Get you that second round. Go on and throw it out, talk about anything that makes you get loud. <laughs>